Beautiful greetings, everybody. This is Alex Flores. And I'm Meredith Frigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. Okay, so, Alex. Yeah. What are you drinking? I don't know. (laughs) I did make it, so I can tell us what we're drinking. (laughs) It's actually this tea that I got from... uh, So I had a German exchange student in high school, and uh, her family, for a while, sent us uh, packages of stuff for Christmas, Mm -hmm. and this tea was in one of those packages. So it's a a German tea, and -hmm. I'm going to... Hold on one second. Okay. It's, uh, the brand is Westminster tea. Everything on this package is in German. So, um, (laughs) I just know that it is a black tea and that's really all I know. Black tea, German Westminster brand. Where do you get it? Well, like I said, I got it in a package from Germany. Mm -hmm. You might could get it here from like world market Mm -hmm. is what I would think. Mm. Um, but it probably wouldn't be in German. Maybe. Maybe it would be. I don't know. They have stuff at, um, in German packaging. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're drinking this black tea uh, with some honey and unsweetened almond milk. I love almond milk. Me too. I also love cashew milk. You're alone on that one. <laughs> well, cashew milk. And then there's another one that they do that's half cashew, half almond. Yes. And it's called nut milk. Right. Which you would like. I don't, I don't know why you would insinuate such things. Not insinuating. Oh, okay. You're right. Just, you would like it. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. So, are you enjoying the tea? I am. It's really nice. Good, good, good. So, uh, listener, dear listener, please go grab yourself a nice hot cup of tea or hot cup of whatever fits your fancy, because it's kind of cold outside. It is. Yeah, a little chilly. So, mm-hmm. grab some hot tea. Or like I said, whatever fits your fancy. I don't know why you made a weird face. You can't see him, but I don't. he made a weird face when I said whatever fits your fancy. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Fits your fancy? Fits your fancy. Well, I have. I, and now I, you can never say you've never heard it again. Um, I've always heard things like tickle your tummy or oh. floats your boat. I've never heard fits your fancy. Hmm. Well, now you have. okay so alex yes have you ever been alone on the holidays i'm forever alone without family (laughs) um without friends i have spent holidays by myself yes um specifically when i was going to college um there was a holiday or two where i didn't really care i've done friends giving before yes me too and i've done other orphan parties like around christmas time mm-hmm. um but i do remember there are some times when my mother and my grandma would come drive to see me wherever i may have been oh that's nice because they didn't want me to be alone on the holidays but i was significantly closer than you were when you were away yes yeah <laughs> you certainly were <laughs> yeah i did live um It was like five hours away. Texas is really big. And so like my parents and my grandparents all lived in uh, Abilene Mm -hmm. and I lived about five hours away from there. So it was just difficult 
sometimes to go and visit them, yeah. especially because sometimes I didn't have a car mm-hmm. and I really, really <laughs> did not want to ride the bus. <laughs> I have ridden the bus because I didn't have a car. However, mm-hmm. it was torture and I hated it. Yeah. So I'm not about that life. I remember. I remember those days. Yes. I also remember the days when we were in college together and we would do holidays. Yeah, Friendsgiving. Just, just with us. Yeah. Um, and we did live together too. So that yeah. was also just, I feel like you and select other few, <laughs> um, <laughs> are part of my chosen family. And so we would do things together for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we would. We would do. We would. We would do cheap friendsgiving. Yes. We. Would, it oh, was like <laughs> like box macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And, but that's because that's what life is about. The simple things. Yes. I do remember one time for Christmas, I gave you an um, electric kettle, kettle. Mm-hmm. that you used in your dorm. Yes, it was very handy in the dorm. I ended up actually passing it along to somebody else who didn't mm-hmm. have something like that, and I knew I was moving into a house, and I like the actual kettles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ju- the electric kettle takes up a lot of space, mm-hmm. but in a dorm, it's really convenient because you don't have to go downstairs and like put water in a kettle yeah. and sit there and wait for it. We've talked about that before. Yes. The show. So an electric kettle was definitely mm-hmm. wonderful, but yeah, I passed it along to somebody who needed it. And I remember I bought that for like 20 bucks or something. And I remember it being like for us really expensive. Yes, but it was awesome. <laughs> it really was the best thing um, that you could have given me because I drink mm-hmm. so much tea and so much coffee. Mm-hmm. And so it's like perfection. Mm-hmm. Good choices. Yay. That's all I remember about it though. <laughs> like that's all I remember about our Friendsgiving and our Christmases. And I mean, I, I remember think we were just really chill. We just yeah. made lots of food on Thanksgiving. The, I think we went with the foods that we really like. Um, just Wine, cause... cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. Um, Macaroni and cheese. Mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> ramen. Ramen. <laughs> we had so much ramen. <laughs> ramen was a big staple. But now we can make like fancy ramen. Yeah. Which is nice. Which is just making real ramen, not not like the packaged where the broth is a flavor packet. That's nice. Speaking of being bitter, <laughs> I can I'm having a really hard time finding ramen that does not have beef or chicken broth Man, or extract. It's hard. And you're you're a vegetarian full time. Yes, I'm a full time vegetarian, and um. I have to read my labels very closely sometimes Mm -hmm. because a lot of things you wouldn't suspect to have any type of animal byproduct in them. Right. Um, I don't like it when the oriental flavor has beef extract. Yeah. And it doesn't need, it isn't always made with beef or chicken broth. Sometimes it just has the extract and even still, there are some oriental flavors that don't have the extract. But it just gives it that flavor, yeah. I guess. But I don't know if the extract is necessarily made from. Beef. I don't know either. Because you know how like McCormick spices, they like, I was reading this book called The Dorito Effect. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm. they make spices that have the flavor of whatever, but it's not actually mm-hmm. that thing. So like it's mm-hmm. vanilla extract. If you buy like the the cheap vanilla extract that is the flavor. It's not actually vanilla. Right. It's just the flavor of vanilla, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Anyway, we're getting really off track. 
Um, so another time that I was alone for the holidays was when I lived in Connecticut mm-hmm. and I lived there for my internship mm-hmm. and people invited me to things and I, I w- appreciated that, but I had my practicum, um, or not my practicum, my internship during the day and uh, until the evening time. And then, uh, from 10 to seven in the morning, I worked at Walmart, mm. the bane of my existence. <laughs> Which is the reason now why you hate it so much. I hated it before, but it just increased my disdain. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I worked overnights there. And so I would literally get like four hours less most days of sleep. So uh, when people invited me to like Thanksgiving and things, I was like, "Um, I would love to, but I am exhausted all the time. Yeah. So I, I spent my Thanksgiving and Christmas by myself. Mm-hmm. Actually, my Thanksgiving, I think I went up to the, it was either Thanksgiving or Christmas that I went up to the facility and hung out with my, the guys there at the juvenile facility that I was having my internship at. Um, and that was good, but there was one holiday for sure. I think it might've been the Christmas holiday that I spent by myself and I, um, I just watched Christmas movies. I called you. Yeah, I called people. That's an, mm-hmm. a thing that we're going to talk about that you should do if you're mm-hmm. alone on the holidays. I FaceTimed you. Yes. And I waited until you texted me back because I knew you were asleep. Yeah, I was real tired. You were all the time. All the time. It was hard to find um, a moment to get a hold of you, actually. There, were, uh, there would be weeks. It's because I was constantly working yeah. or sleeping. And the sleeping was a lot less mm-hmm. than the working. But that's okay. Now it's over. Life is better. Yeah, there would be weeks where I would try and get a hold of you and it just wouldn't happen. I did love Connecticut. I loved Mm -hmm. being there and I loved the people that I met there. Mm -hmm. But my God, it was just so... It was rough to to work all day and all night and sleep for four hours. Shout out to Connecticut. Shout out Connecticut. And that sounds like I'm being like aggressive or something towards it. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, I found this article that says 10 things to do if you're alone for the holidays from psychcentral.com. Okay. And it just gives a couple of tips for what you should do if you're by yourself, Mm -hmm. which is handy. So the first one is to adjust your expectations. So making sure that you're not like when you watch like, um, trying to think of a movie that has like family and a big dinner and home alone, big presents and all this stuff. Like adjust your expectations for what to expect. So you're not going to have a huge, oh. yeah, you're not going to have a huge dinner mm-hmm. with the, all of your family mm-hmm. because you're alone, Yeah, <laughs> which sounds really depressing, <laughs> but it's, it's not as depressing if you change your expectations because they're, they're, they were saying that it's just like, you would ask like, what's wrong with me? I don't meet this expectation mm-hmm. of what's supposed to be Christmassy. Mentally prepare yourself. Right. Prepare yourself that it will be different. Yeah. Um, the other one is to pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, make sure you call your friends like you did with me. Mm-hmm. Call your relatives, uh, that kind of thing. Just mm-hmm. be in contact with people. I have a really funny story about mm-hmm. this. Okay. So there was one time when we were in college and, um, um, I had sent out a mass Christmas text to everybody. Right. Just a mass Christmas text. And then, um, that was during Christmas break. And then we went back to class 
I went through the entire semester. The semester was over and then summer started. And then I got a reply from one of those Christmas texts. Nice. <laughs> and it turned out to be the guy that I was going to be dating next. <laughs> Excellent. That's a coincidence. And it all started with... A late text. Uh, it was literally like four months late. Like four. We were in the middle of the summer and he was like, oh, hey, I just saw this. And I was like, did you? Did you? Did though? you? Probably not. You probably just got bored and I'm gullible. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> you are pretty gullible. <laughs> Only when it comes to boys. Yes. Truth. <sighs> uh, another thing on the list is be proactive. Okay. So that's really hard to do in the winter time. Yeah. But also like it says basically create an alternative family, which we have done before. Like I said, your chosen family, Mm -hmm. people who are your friends, um, you know, get together with them, have a potluck or something like that. That's probably Mm -hmm. a good thing. Uh, plan an outing, Mm -hmm. go for a hike. I did this a lot. Um, whenever I was in Connecticut, actually Halloween is a big deal to me. I love Halloween. And so whenever I was in Connecticut, I planned a trip to go to Salem, Massachusetts, because mm. I was close to it. And I was like, I always wanted to go to Salem <laughs> and they do have a big shindig for Halloween. So mm. I went, I took the day off of both my internship and the place I was working and went to Salem and it was a lot of fun. Yay. So just plan something for you to go to mm-hmm. either by yourself or if you have, if you have friends, <laughs> plan it with them. (laughs) But when I was in Connecticut, a lot of the people that I hung around were all very professional. Like my supervisor, I consider to be a friend now, Mm -hmm. but whenever she was my supervisor, she was like my confidant and everything. Yeah. But, uh, she was very professional. So it wasn't, it, it wasn't like we hung out. Right. We did whenever I was at the facility, Mm -hmm. but otherwise it was mostly, it was, she tried to be professional, which I appreciated and is good. And that kind of work. Um, reaching out, which I think is the same that this is another tip. I think Mm -hmm. it's the same thing as calling up people, but it says reach out and call people that you hadn't called before, write them letters, Mm -hmm. which I actually think would be very therapeutic if you like sat down and wrote letters to Mm -hmm. the people that you, it's like very personal. Yeah. And then like at the same time, you're like taking time to sit there and like, remember all the good things about Mm -hmm. them. And I just think that would be really lovely. Um, remembering your bonds and blessings is another tip, which yes, it says, um, pull out an old photograph or a photo album, which I think could be pretty depressing, but it depends on how you look at it. She's and the person, I don't know why I'm saying she, but whoever wrote this, uh, they said, well, maybe bittersweet. Um, this person says it's, it's not toxic. Um, and if possible, you should talk to them on the phone Mm -hmm. while you're looking through I enjoy talking to people on the phone. I'm one of those weird people. I would rather call you and talk to you than to text. Yes. And over the years, I have come to understand (laughs) that not very many people like that. No, I'm one of those. I noticed very early on. I do not like being called on the phone for something that you could simply text. (laughs) For the first couple years of our friendship, though, I didn't care. I know. I, I just you, called you anyway. You just called and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, do I answer? I'm going to see him in like five minutes. So 
should I just continue on with life? You always did, though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, anyway, another one. The next. But oh, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. To to get to the point, um, especially when you're around holiday season, hearing somebody's voice and hearing the inflections in their voice, if you're lonely is really, really meaningful to some people. Yeah. Like, so to call up somebody... It, it's one thing to send out a mass text and get a boyfriend four months later, but it's another thing to actually call your mom and hear her voice and let if her... she answers. That too. Let her nag at you and yell at you, and then you become reminiscent of all the things that you're grateful for. Right. Even if it annoys you. Y- yes. So You're like, I'm um, so annoyed, but so blessed. <laughs> Moral of the story is you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I missed you for that five minutes. <laughs> Just call me when a text would do. I was like, this guy. Okay. Next uh, tip is to travel. Okay. Which I, I already kind of touched on with going to Salem or yeah. whatever, but just traveling somewhere, making plans kind of thing. And uh, another one is get through the day, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> get through the day. It says get through it. Just get through the day. Uh, if you're unable to like really mm. make uh, the best out of your situation, mm-hmm. if you're alone and without a, a choice, yeah. Um, then just making the best of it. Mm-hmm. And last but not least is helping others. Helping others. Yes. Volunteering. I actually uh, really promote this. Mm-hmm. I also looked up an article. This article is called Nine Fantastic Reasons to Volunteer During the Holidays. Hmm. And it's from volunteermatch.org. Nice. So um, around the holiday season, a lot of people get really depressed, especially if they don't have family or friends or if they're not being very proactive. Being alone with your own thoughts can be really dangerous for some people. Yes, as it's safe for some, or if you can't figure out the positive spin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I love being home alone for whatever reason. I don't care what day it is. Like, I enjoy not having to deal with the world. I gotcha. I have something to talk about on that note, but I'll let you finish your nine. (laughs) Okay, so let's go through these. Number one, you have more time. It says here, most people are off work or home from school during the holidays, so it makes it even easier to find some time to help those in need. Yeah, agreed. So it's really, really very easy to call up some local homeless shelters, local soup kitchens. Um, do You can do a canned food drive. Yeah, if you're a musician, you could go and play at yeah. uh, nursing homes, play some Christmas songs with mm-hmm. them. Uh, I just think of that because I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was in college and I was trying to better my guitar skills. <laughs> uh, I would do that on Christmas break and, and uh, Thanksgiving breaks. And, and then if you were terrible, it didn't matter because they wouldn't yeah, remember. They can't hear me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hell. Number two, uh, you can give someone or a family a warm meal. So like I was saying, going to soup kitchens or something like that. Well, and I think it would be even not, it wouldn't necessarily be volunteering, but it kind of is like you just go to like, let's say you have some, uh, a relative who can't really cook for themselves. Mm -hmm. Just going over to their house and making them a meal would be really sweet. Even though it's somebody, you know, it's still kind of in its own way volunteering, which I really like. Mm -hmm. I love it. Number three, 
volunteering spreads holiday cheer. I mean, like somebody somewhere believes that. So Somebody. Um, donating food, cooking, serving, a meal aren't the only ways to help those in need this holiday season. While many of us may get stressed out about family gatherings, think of the individuals who don't have their family near uh, to spend time with. You can volunteer to help veterans in your community get involved with a hospital that puts on a holiday celebration for patients volunteer at a retirement home and so much more so pretty much the things we've already covered yeah we're getting ahead of ourselves on this one (laughs) okay uh number four you can lead by example so um i do know um i haven't heard about it in recent times but i do know that there are families who have a traditional practice mm-hmm. to, before they do their own holiday celebration, they all volunteer as a family. You know, the Clooney's do that. George Clooney. Really? And his family. They, um, I was watching the, there's like a new David Letterman show that's on. My next guest needs no introduction, I think is what it's called. Oh, yes. I did watch that. It's a really, really good show. Yeah. And so his, I think his first guest was George Clooney. It was one of the first ones. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, anyway, they were, he was talking about how he used to really hate that his parents would like make him go Mm -hmm. and like they would get gifts for families that couldn't afford them and they would go buy each house and deliver Christmas gifts mm-hmm. to those kids before they were allowed to open their gifts. Yeah. And he said, I used to be so annoyed by that because <laughs> I'd be like, why can't I open my gifts first? Why do I have to give other children their gifts? Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was so sweet mm-hmm. uh, that his family did that every yeah. year because they could afford it. Yes. Like they could afford to buy all these gifts for all these other right. children. And do for other people. Yes. I thought it was wonderful. But that's a great lesson to teach. I mean, from a parent to a child, that's a great lesson to teach to not to try and get rid of that uh, egoic mindset or that selfish nature Mm -hmm. that says this is the way that things are going to be because it's the holiday season. Right. You can also provide for others. Yeah, I think that's Mm -hmm. wonderful. Uh, Number five, make it a family affair. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah. in the comments right here at number five, I want to uh, put a comment that says, see number four. And Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some of these are kind of repetitive. <laughs> I guess so. Um, not just on yours, but even my list was a little repetitive. Yeah, it was. They want to hit home to call your family. I, <laughs> I bet a mom wrote it. <laughs> um, She's like, make sure you call. <laughs> call your mom. <laughs> Tell your grandpa happy. Uh, Merry happy Christmas. Whatever. If you're in Britain, it's happy Christmas. Um, happy Christmas. Um, number six, you'll get back just as much as you give. So I guess this is more so... Um, It'll make you feel good. Yeah. People it, don't really volunteer for unselfish reasons. Like you actually, if you volunteer for selfish reasons, <laughs> you want to feel good about yourself. So you go much. and volunteer. Yeah. Which is fine because people volunteer. And for whatever reason, it just so happens to be, you know what? I will support you volunteering for selfish reasons. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not care. saying it's for a bad reason at all. I think that that's probably the best reason is for selfish reasons because then more people will volunteer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number seven. I kind of like this one, actually. It says, you can try something new. Mm-hmm. Now, that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't really consider during the holiday season because most people are stuck in their ways when it comes to tradition. tradition. Yeah. 
Um, so trying something new, going out, volunteering somewhere, doing something to help other people, uh, can become part of your tradition or Mm -hmm. can become something like that. But it's, it's nice and it's fresh and you'll be able to see new faces and meet new people and all sorts of stuff. So I, I really like that point. Yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. Number eight, volunteering builds personal relationships. Oh, I don't know why, because you don't see these people. I guess unless you like volunteer regularly. Yeah, on my article it said to if you are going to volunteer during the holidays, you should do it kind of throughout the year, mm-hmm. just because you can build relationships with the people you're volunteering mm-hmm. with, and then you build trust, and then it's just more therapeutic mm-hmm. in a way for both of you. Yeah. So I, I guess if you have the time and the energy and the patience and the conscience or whatever yeah the will to live or whatever um you can start volunteering and just see where it takes you you know see where life takes you see where the relationships you make uh, references all sorts of things that you can do with yourself yeah what do you have to lose go for it other than your sanity number nine it helps you appreciate what you have oh oh yeah, that's true, though. I mean, it does. especially if you're working with uh, the homeless and you see like um, tent cities pop up and how people are living like in the cold. Mm-hmm. It's it can be it's kind of a, almost kind of shitty. Like you are looking at someone and you're like, man, my life is good. <laughs> it's like kind of a shitty way to look I at it. I think about that. Um, I think like that whenever I see people in toxic relationships with their partner. Oh, yeah. And I'm just glad I don't have one of those. Yeah. Anymore. I'm also glad I don't have one of those. <laughs> Russell's pretty great. <laughs> uh, okay, so what was what was your point that you were going to make? Okay, so I, I did find this article, and uh, it's from the Washington Post. And this person wrote it, and it says, the title is, Why I Love Being Alone for the Holidays, which I thought was an mm. interesting take. Because most people are like, it's so sad to be alone for the holidays. Except me. <laughs> right. But I, I wanted to find a positive, a person who is like, I love being alone for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So uh, I found this person's article, Why I Love Being Alone for the Holidays. And mm-hmm. basically she talks about how she enjoys, she used to go to her like family or her friend's um, Thanksgivings and Christmases and things. Cause she's estranged from her father and her mother passed away. Mm-hmm. And so she, and neither one of them really have family that she can go to. Mm-hmm. So her friends would constantly invite her to their holidays. Yeah. And she said, it was just such a relief to me and them when I would tell them, no, I already have plans <laughs> because they didn't have to like worry about me. Yeah. And I knew that I would be fine. Yeah. And so she said, she was talking about how she likes to read. And so it's like the perfect time for her to read for fun whenever mm-hmm. she was in college, which I can attest to because that's something that I also got to do. So she does talk about, um, maybe feeling lonely, but she says she feels more rejuvenated. She's one of those that gets recharged from feeling, al- from being alone, mm-hmm. not feeling alone. So, so this is one of the main things, the, one of the main differences, I should say, between extroverts and introverts, mm-hmm. because extroverts, they recharge and rejuvenate by feeding off of the energy of others. Right. And when they're alone, they don't have any source of happiness to um, draw from right now introverts are drastically different they recharge by not having to deal with anybody else's with problems people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is basically what i'm thinking this girl is probably so i'm gonna read a little bit of her article 
that's also one of the reasons why I like to be alone sometimes because more so than anything, it takes energy to deal with people. Yes, it does. I agree. So this part of the article, uh, I just really liked how she put it. So I'm going to read it real quick Mm -hmm. with the rush and bustle of daily life. It's a luxury to have an entire day or two all to myself. No deadlines. No one asking me to get them water when I have just sat down on the couch. No social demands. My time is truly my own in a way that it rarely is the rest of the year because I know it will pick back up the moment the holidays end. I bask in the freedom and that brief time of answering to no one. I found that if loneliness does start to nip at me, it's always right before I have to rejoin the real world and it doesn't have time to deepen. I like that. I do. I really do. We need to do an episode on... um we need to have a month that's dedicated to mental health. and um, I think there is a mental health awareness month that we could look into. We like should that. do that. We should do that. But um, I like to talk about the differences of introverts and extroverts and how people engage um, in society and, or disengage mm-hmm. with society. Um, believe it or not, I'm actually pretty smart. And <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing glasses, I assumed. <laughs> See, I'm a sexy librarian. <laughs> I am, but, um, I do. Those are the kind of things that I like to talk about. I like to talk about philosophical, um, practices that we have in society that we don't really realize those underlying problems that we have that contribute to things like being alone on the holidays or circumstantial, um, I guess events or situations that people go through that, um, can either build character or can really diminish somebody's spirit. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree. That got too real too quick. (laughs) I would snap, but I'm, but the microphone yeah, is the sensitive. mic <laughs> would sound really weird. So I, I would give you some snaps, snaps mentally. Snap. Let's just say snaps. 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 Stop it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, getting back to the point. For those of you who may or may not be alone on this upcoming holiday season, uh, we wish you the best. Yeah, for sure. um, We want you to live your life as well as you possibly can. And Mm -hmm. if that means getting involved or if that means staying at home. And if you just want to be alone for the holidays, tell your family to fuck off. (laughs) Just be like, you know, guys, I really need this time for me. You know, I actually know a lot of homosexuals who are like that. Mm -hmm. So um, in the LGBT community... Uh, we have a very strong prevalence of what we call choosing our own family or choosing our own house. Some people like to call it a house. Um, some people like to call it a neighborhood. Some people, I mean, there are just so many different things. So a lot of the time uh, with us millennials, us early millennials, I was one of the earlier millennials where homosexuality wasn't really uh, so popular as it is nowadays. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who were raised around the same time as I was or beforehand get shunned by their family. They don't like to be around family gatherings mm-hmm. because they get discriminated against or they get picked on or shamed or right. or also all sorts of that kind of thing. So um, we band together. And this is one of the things that I did when I was in Dallas. We band together and we have our own holidays. Um, we have gay Christmas and we have gay Thanksgiving. I mean, it's just... Uh, sometimes your your family, whoever you may be, whether you're straight, bisexual, gay, uh, black, white, ghetto pass, no ghetto pass, I don't give a fuck. 
there will be people in your life who are not supportive of who you are and what you do. Right. So you have the power, you have the will and the strength to live your life how you want. And um, there are people who you can confide in. And if not, and if you're one of those people who can confide in yourself, more power to you. I guess my advice for whoever may or may not be alone in the holidays this holiday season is be okay with what life hands you, you know? Yeah. Be okay with that. Good. Yeah, I already told you my advice, so... Um, well, then I'll just fuck off. No, I, I, well, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I said is that, you know, if you want to be alone, yeah, just tell people to fuck off. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't want to be alone, uh, you know, we've t- given you some tips to, mm-hmm. to not be so. Yes. Um, and with that, we will move on to our next segment. Brewing something bitter. <laughs> so, um, do you want to go first or should I? You go first. Okay. I had a f- blowout on my car. Oh. It was not fun. Yeah. No, it's not. <sighs> I've had many. So I was leaving work the other day and leaving work was perfectly fine. It was when I got to the stop um, or the intersection or stoplight or stop sign, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and uh, as soon as I accelerated to turn, all of a sudden my car was just leaning to the side and I could hear that really weird sound that your uh, uh, rim does whenever it's hitting the pavement. pavement. So um, I was just like, what the fuck? I didn't drive over anything. I didn't hit anything. I didn't have a curb check. I like, I'm a pretty amazing driver, right? Mm. (laughs) I have nothing to contribute. Please continue. So, um, I was actually in the turning lane. So I was literally in the middle of the street. There was nothing there. And all of a sudden my tire just blows out. Right. So I pull back into my works, uh, parking lot and I call my mom and my mom goes to pick up my brother and my brother comes to help me and we get the tire changed cause I have a donut in my trunk, yeah, which is a fake tire. But right. uh, you can only drive. And people to- are imagining like a sprinkled donut <laughs> in your car. Um, it can handle up to 45, 50 miles an hour. Right. So um, safe to say I didn't go over 40 or 45 most of the time while I had the donut on my car. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had it on there for about two, three days until I had a day off where I could go get my tire changed. Yeah. And, um, making the commute from out of city into city work, um, going 40 miles an hour, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. It was just, I did not. And I've already talked to you about giving my car some tender love and care and it's just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gave, uh, what is your car's name again? Zena with an X. Zena. <clears throat> with an X. With an X. I don't have to say that every time. Yes, you do. Okay. Um, Zeno with an X does deserve some tender love and care. She so evidently she was asking for it. She was yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry about that, my friend. It's okay. I got a new tire for like $35. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, my bitter thing is that I finished a book that I really enjoyed. Um, and I... I know that that's supposed to not be a bitter thing. I was about to say, like, why? Because I have um, night reading, so I read before I go to bed. I was reading. 
<laughs> this self-help kind of, it's not self-help, but it's like a, a book about being healthy. And it's something that I, I really enjoyed reading um, called Eat, Nourish, Glow. My mom gave you that book. Yes. And it actually was really good. Um, it's by Amelia Freer, I think. Um, she's a nutritional therapist. And uh, I just really enjoyed the book. But now I'm done and now I have to find a new book and I have not been able to okay. find a new one. <laughs> that's why you're bitter. Yes, that's my bitter. <laughs> so um, my mom tried to get me to read that book. and um, You should. It was really good. I, um, I think I kept it with the intention of reading it, but it just never happened. And then I think when I was moving, I saw it and I was just like, oh, hey, by the way. This go. is the book. Yeah, this is the book that I was telling you about. I, w- I probably will give it to you and you should try night reading. <laughs> You should try reading it because it really, well, one, I would read it right up until I was like falling asleep with it in my Mm -hmm. hands still. Uh, But it's just really, it makes sense to me the way that she, some of the stuff I'm like, I cannot give up gluten. I'm sorry. Mm. But for her, it made sense because she's gluten intolerant. Mm. Um, But she talks about all kinds of stuff and she's not, um, I don't think she's vegan or anything like that. She's like a. Cause she eats meat and things, she's just all but she just, being but she doesn't necessarily suggest one diet or the other. She says, um, using a diet that is good for you. So is this your sweet this week? No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to, to plug it. I'm not sponsored plug. or anything, but, um, it was really good. But anyway, so I have to find a new night book mm-hmm. to read and I, I can't find one right now. Okay. And I don't want to do an audio book because I have a lot of audio books and mm-hmm. I, I go through them, mm-hmm. but I do those when I'm doing something else. Mm. Also, if I fall asleep during oh. an audio book, I'll lose my spot. I see. So, so I have to go find an actual book and that's my bitter. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That's all right. That, um, you're too smart for your own good and, uh, you're one of those people. <laughs> I'm fine with being one of those people. <laughs> All right, Alex. Yes. What's sweet this week? This could be a sweet. This could be a bitter. But um, being a hoe takes work. Yeah. It's exhausting. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> so I've been talking to these two guys, right? Uh-huh. And then randomly. So I was texting both of them on the same day and, you know, juggling. Did is- you... Text one by accident, thinking it was the other. No. Okay, I no, hate I that. Didn't. Okay, so what happened? What happened was, um, I was texting these two guys, and then randomly, out of nowhere, another one starts texting me. <laughs> so now I'm juggling these three guys on my phone, and I just, I just, uh, I like I have to mentally prepare myself mm-hmm. to <laughs> and like reread what I'm doing and who I'm sending it to yeah, <laughs> because it's a balancing act. Also, um, if I happen to be talking to you right now, um, and you hear this, mm-hmm. you weren't meant to hear this. Yeah. You're juggling so, three guys. Um, and I was like, you just told the world. <laughs> so congratulations. I think they'll I, be like, um, fine. You don't I have will- to juggle me. No more. <laughs> Uh, no, but I am very honest and forthcoming whenever I'm talking to people romantically. So you told them that you're juggling three I guys? haven't told them that I'm juggling three guys all at one time. But I have told them that as long as we're not in a committed monogamous relationship, we both have the freedom to 
live our lives however we want. Right. Like, unless you are committed to me and I have chosen to be committed to you, if we want to have lunch on a Saturday afternoon um, and then I make plans to have lunch with somebody else on that next day, mm-hmm. Sunday, mm-hmm. if we're not in a relationship, I see nothing wrong with that. Right. I don't. Like... If, I, I agree. If I you agree. text me on Tuesday and be like, hey, let's do lunch on Saturday and we're not actually dating, then I will have lunch with somebody right after you. You're going to eat two lunches? Also, boys, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's they're bitter for this week. You're sweet. They're bitter. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very sorry, Alex, <laughs> that you have such a hard life. It's hard when people are interested in you. Anyway, for all the people that are really hating Alex at the moment, I'm going to move on. (laughs) My my sweet for this week. So my sweet and my bitter sound like they probably should be switched. But my sweet for this week (laughs) is that I've been going to the gym. Oh. And I actually like it. It's kind of weird because I've never liked going to the gym. I've mm. never liked really hardcore exercise. Well, now you have a fiance. Now I have a fiance. Now I have someone to go with me and mm-hmm. it makes me feel more like we're doing something together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a date. It's just fun. Like we go and at the end I feel really good and then we figure out what we're going to eat. And, and you're all hot and sweaty and yes, together. And showering is necessary because Gross. disgusting. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's much nicer than I thought it would be. And I do feel good. Um, and I've been trying somewhat to eat healthier. I haven't really been trying that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll, I kind of eat whatever I want to, but so a lot of times I end up just really liking healthy food. <laughs> so it ends up working out. You do. Actually. I really like yeah. spinach. I love mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables and just things that are good for you. I like them. And but most people are like, blech. <laughs> Disgusting. I'm vegetarian and you make me look bad. I am so sorry. You do. <laughs> but I don't are consider you? it. No. <laughs> but I don't consider it that I'm trying to make you look bad. Um, but anyway, that's my sweep this week. Uh, that I've been starting going to the gym. And I actually went. My goal is to work up to five days a week. But th- right now we're just doing two days a week. Mm-hmm. And it's been going well. Okay. And that's it. Mm. Yay. Huzzah. Huzzah. Boys and gym. Boys and gym. Boys and gym. I don't really like the boys at the gym, but that's okay. Except my boy. <laughs> but anyway. I know a couple of people who are like religious. Re- well, also because my mom works at a gym. So I've met a lot of people. Who that are religiously gym people. Re- are religiously gym people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I no. saw this one woman and I was like, I would never take a picture of myself at the gym. <laughs> but she was like posing on the cycling stuff. And I was just like, nope, never doing that. Have you ever seen those people who get dressed up and go to the gym yes. just to take pictures? That is what she was doing. And then they leave. Yeah. Well, she was like, she did the cycling for like two minutes and I don't know why I was watching this woman. And then she went over and did weights for a minute, but was like watching herself in the mirror and then like videoing it. Mm. And then she left and I was like, <laughs> looked like you got a good workout woman. Oh yeah. That phone looks real heavy. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to work her out later. That's what the pictures were for. Probably so. <laughs> anyway, uh, on that note, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
I hope you learned something from this episode. Me too. I hope that of every episode. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you get something from it. Eventually, I'll teach you how to juggle boys in your phone. Uh, no. (laughs) I, uh, I have a boy, and I would like to not juggle any other boys. I was talking to the listener. Oh, okay, sorry. Listener, if you want to learn how to juggle boys, send us some emails that we need to check. And... (laughs) We have not checked this since we started. I think I've checked them once or twice, but I... No. Okay, so we'll check our email today and uh, send us some... If you want to know, you know, let Alex know, and then uh, we'll email you back, let you know. And then, yeah, I think that's it. So Yay! So if you do want to email us or contact us or reach us on social media... All of our links will be in the description, as always. And until then, we will um, we will get ready and prepare you for our next episode. It's gonna be a doozy. It's <laughs> a doozy. <laughs> a doozy. Yep. It's gonna be a good one. So uh, sit tight for a week, and uh, we'll be back um, eventually. Yeah, whenever we are. Be patient. <laughs> Bye. Bye.